You're listening to Who Wears the Pants. This is Mike. I'm Chris. Chris, what do we talk about on this bullshit show? We talk about relationships. Like love. Sex. Butt stuff. Rock and roll. Anal. All of it. Beads. Yeah. Hot Wieners. Guy. Yeah. Love. <laughs> death. Family. <laughs> kids. Friends. We talk about all of it, all relationships, whether it is a paternal relationship or an intimate relationship or a friendship. What you got? What you got? What do I have? Yeah. So, okay. I mean, we're hemorrhoids. We're we're fucking silly gooses. I mean, at least the one. At least the one. At least the one. Is it itchy or burning? No, no, no. It's, It's just sometimes uncomfortable. Okay. That's not so bad. Yeah. No, they come and go. I'm usually pretty gentle with my butthole, but sometimes I still get a roid. It's funny. One of the guys at work recently was uh, in serious pain. He goes, dude, I could barely sit down Saturday because he had a hemorrhoid. Probiotics go a long way for that shit. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dude, get on a probiotic. He goes, where do I get that? Like it was a a single drug. And I'm like, you can go anywhere yeah, and get any, probiotics. Any place that has some even facsimile of a pharmacy yeah. is going to be able to give you the probiotic. Yeah. Now, so. me, I'm a big fan of the witch hazel of the tux. I'm a big fan of the tux. Are you? Yeah, like that tux. That, is that the circle it thing? It is, that you put baby. The hemorrhoid? It, 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 no, 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 no. Tux, it's a, what we use, we, what I use, is just the little tux container. So yeah. it's like, it's like a stack of hockey pucks and this, you know, big uh, white container and this very, very thinly sliced. Uh, like foam. Yeah, I don't want to sound sacrilegious, but almost like a, a lar- an extra large moist Eucharist Ooh. that you would use to clean. Yeah, I the know. butthole. See, here's the thing: that the reason that I say that is that I don't expect the Christians to stab me in the street. So, <laughs> dude. So I use a. There's a brand called Thayer's that does witch hazel, and they have a rose water scented one. And I actually use that as aftershave sometimes. Oh, it's fucking oh, delightful. But you- light and fresh you know i I'm, I'm glad that you brought up shaving i saw your shaving post on the book of faces the other day yeah and i have to tell you i am a harry's convert uh are you really yeah so i i started by trying out their razors and i was like ah these aren't as good as the razors that i use but i got a decent now a few of them for very inexpensive yeah. you know and uh i liked the handle and eventually i got to the point i was like you know the quality of this razor is good enough that the price differential is worth it so i got rid of my old razors and started using these but now they're they're aftershave balm i love their shave cream yeah. that you I, I i love their stuff i'm a fan so most of those places have decent balms and creams. Um, Harry's razors are dog shit. I bought them, fuck, years ago for uh, for shaving like my chest and stuff, and they're fucking crap, man. I like I I I used them once or twice, and I was like, these they fucking sucked. Um, I'd rather use a disposable. So then, wow, oh, that's hardcore. Yeah, well, it's they're they're dog shit. Now, see, I I I I just have to be the opposite side. I have to be the counterpoint. I have had wonderful success with them, especially relative for their price. Have you used Dollar Shave Club yet? No. So their stuff is actually legit. I've been. I was very surprised by their razors. Now, I I won't use any of that on my face. I will use none of those on my face. 
So I'll shave off like my is happy that, trail is that on my because chest. of vanity? No, it's because I have really sensitive skin. So vanity, I got you. And uh, sure, vanity. Um, <laughs> no, I don't want to get fucking infections in my face uh, because like ingrown hair, that's a little infection and stuff like that. And those fucking suck. So I have been either straight razor shaving or it, I've been wet shaving for the past like eight years now. Mm-hmm. And uh, I actually am launching a new online store to sell that stuff to people. So that they can use it, but it's hands down best shave you can have is wet shaving. You can use a safety razor. I will fucking give you one. Blades cost nothing. I am terrified to take any sort of razor, safety, but spe- and, but especially straight to my face. Yeah, don't do a straight razor. Do a safety razor. Like it's fucking easy. And when you uh, use use the balms and shit that you like. Switch razors. These razors are better, and it's fucking, dude, $10 gets you like 100 blades that'll literally, right around 10 bucks. it's like 10 to 20 bucks will get you 100 blades, which is enough to last you a year. It's, that's enough to last me a lifetime, it's, probably. It's fucking ridiculous. Well, that's like, I have, I've bought 100 blades twice in the last eight years. I still have 150 fucking blades. Like... <laughs> So wow. I bought 200. I've only used about 50. So this is the business adventure or the excuse me. This is the business venture that you were talking about off the mics that you are that you're you're throwing out there. So yeah. you're going to start doing now is this going to be in addition to your your time as car salesperson? Yeah, for the time being. Right on. For the time being. Um so it's Wizard Supply Shave Company. At first, I was going to do this like old-timer shaving thing, and I was going to try to make these really gimmicky videos to go with it. And then I was like, man, no, I'm going to stick with the nerd thing. And it just so happened that a uh, a company that I'm getting brushes from, so if you want to brush, do you know wet shaving with a brush, you can. Um, but they have a brush called Goblin. They have a brush with a D20 in it. Oh, that's fantastic. So I was like, okay, okay. We're just we're just gonna do this right. So yeah, because if you can find the other themed yeah. accoutrement, exactly. That's so, very cool, man. So yeah, that's that's the route we're taking it. Um, well, and you've got some XP in terms of doing online sales anyway, because yeah. you were doing that for a while. Yeah, I did it for a year and a half and fucking paid the bills with it. Like it, I was, it's funny. I was talking to my brother-in-law last night, and uh, he he's a cook. He's a professional cook. He's a very good cook. Um, he's a chef and like he goes dude it's so hard to he goes I can pay my bills he goes I can't save for the future or anything like that with this particular job he's like you don't really make a lot of money as a chef unless you work at some crazy five-star restaurant in New York blah 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 he's like but there's a line out the fucking you know there's a three-block line just to get into that right and you're working you're working six and seven day weeks you're my you're maybe getting a day off every 21 days exactly and you're the hours that you work during the course of those days are obscene and no wonders everybody is so stressed and unhealthy and they all smoke and right well so he started he's like you know I I just started dabbling in the stock market. He goes, I don't know anything about it. He goes, so I, I probably did about a hundred hours worth of research to start like making wise investments. He's like, I, I got in on that stupid game stock thing or GameStop thing, lost money. He's like, and then I was, I, he goes, I pulled out of that. And that's when I really decided to research it. 
He's like, so I did. He's like, and it's not difficult. He's like, but I can do that and work. And all of a sudden I can like have a future. And I was like, good for you, dude. Like that's super smart. And I, I can totally relate to that. Like doing, doing the line of work that I'm in, it's, it's lucrative. Um, I make fantastic money. I can live, I can live a very comfortable lifestyle. I'm not rich, but I'm certainly not poor. And like, that's been, that's been great. But like now there's a chip shortage because of fucking COVID. And we have a dealership that normally has, you know, 300 or more new cars on the lot has 30. So it's like, we're getting our asses kicked there. Does the chip shortage have anything to do with China's control of rare earth metals in Africa? Probably. I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm asking the question. I mean, yeah, I don't no, know. And I'm saying probably, probably. So there are literally, there are thousands of cars beached in parking lots where these manufacturers are just sitting there waiting for chips to put in them. At GM in Winsville, they would literally put a chip in a car, drive it to a parking spot, pull the chip out, go put it in another car so they could rinse and repeat. It's, it's almost as if we have made a mistake making technology so reliant upon advanced technology. I would disagree with that. Here's why. It's almost like we could be making those chips stateside. It's silicon. Also, also absolutely true. I just don't. I, I think making them reliant upon that one small thing sure. is a mistake. Not having a bypass is a mistake. But I'm not an engineer. So I mean, I, I should it, shut up. I, so as far as that's concerned, like you lose radio function and stuff. Everything is dependent on that. Most of the. Uh, most of the internal monitoring systems of the vehicle are relying on that chip. So, okay, I get it. But you mean to tell me, like, we, the strongest superpower in the world, can't make some fucking microchips? Right. When we have Silicon Valley? Well, we can't. We can't for, for a, there's a, I mean, it's so convoluted. It's such spaghetti code that you can't unwrap it. But ultimately, it's going to boil down to that our our CCP overlords will not allow us to do so. Our EPA overlords will not allow us to do so. The f- we just, we cannot afford to do it in this country for a variety of reasons. Yeah, it would Both create too many jobs. Diplomatic. Yeah. It would create too many jobs. Right. We would not be relying on another nation for something like this. Right. Yeah, um, no, these are all, these are all problems for our government. Yes, regardless of who's in charge, regardless crazy. of what stupid letter is behind their name, it, but you know, I, you know, I'm a fence writer, which I did not know apparently makes you alt right. So I'm gonna tell. Did all, you have somebody tell you you were alt right? Yeah. Nuh-uh. Yeah. Yeah, I did. When? Yeah, it's a. Well, it's it's not a very interesting story. It yet. is an interesting. It story. It is not an interesting story. Well, you know but what's was, so funny? It was it was brought to my attention that merely being a fence writer made me all right. Now my response was, I am not a fence writer. I find equal disgust with both sides, yeah, hypocrites and liars, and, and and yada yada. But that's immaterial. If you are. You know, it, it was explained to me by someone that if you are not on a specific side, you are still alt-right. You're still on the right. I was like, okay, well, cool. Then I guess, you know, put me on your list and call me enemy. That literally doesn't even make sense, though. I don't know. I don't want to get too into it because I'm more interested in talking about your business and what you intend to do. Now, you're going to be internet exclusively? Yes. So how are... 
So your your target audience is not going to be based on price, I presume, because they could go to Amazon. They can't. Oh, so you have some so sort you, of exclusivity? So as, as it sits right now, they can get similar products on Amazon. Pricing is about the same because we're going, we're get, we're going through the same vendors. So with somebody's online markup, that's what they're doing. But Amazon's going to be able to purchase in a quantity that is they, so they much absolutely larger. absolutely could, but the issue with Amazon is this. There's more third-party sellers on there mm-hmm. than you could shake a stick at. So a lot of those people are actually the ones selling similar products to me. Yes, if Amazon, that giant, wanted to do this, they could. However, they're more interested in putting out their new TV or another spy device than they are... I grok. Fucking razors. Right. It's the same reason they haven't taken over the gaming industry. It's just not worth the money. They, it's not they, worth. They I'm sure it's not they, worth. It's not worth the time. They started trying with uh, video games. So the new thing with video games is you use server software to actually play the game. So you would just plug a little dongle in your TV, and you'd have a controller. There's no actual game system that you're playing off of on site you're using somebody's server power to do it now the issue with this is there's latency that's created because signal comes in goes to server goes to you goes back to server goes out so there's multiple points of failure Sure, and I'm not very wealthy and I live in I live in an economically depressed rural or urban area and i just that's why this would be ideal for you but the internet sucks so if if the internet sucks that's a problem yeah that's what i'm saying uh, okay okay if if you have because it's cheaper as far as hardware goes you spend fifty dollars on a piece of hardware and you're done i grok but you have to have reliable internet you do you do um so we'll we'll see what happens with that shit google tried to do it with something called stadia uh, that was something that I was pretty excited about. And then I like looked into it a little more. I was like, it's dog shit. And there's nothing like having your own machine. So there's that. Anywho, that's neither here nor there. Yes, Amazon has tried to start into the video game market because they have such powerful servers and so many of them that they are trying to do that. So we'll see what happens with that and how well it works, but... I don't know. So are you starting out by doing shipping basically out of like a home office for your business? for More, more or less, yes. And I'm sorry, what's it called again? I can't summon it from my memory. <laughs> You're good. Wizards Supply Shaving Company. Wizards Supply. Okay. Yes. So I'm actually building the site for it and everything right now. Uh, I do have some products now. Those will be shipped direct from... Um, who I'm, whom I, it, from the wholesaler to the consumer. When are, when are they going to sponsor Why We Game? I mean, it, it's a, it's going to end up being me sponsoring Why We Game. Be like, uh, have do you like the you do you like the cut of my jib? Not because of what God gave me, but because of my shave. That's right. You, you know what's funny? So I actually, as we were talking, and you were talking about being afraid of uh, <laughs> safety razors, I was like, oh, I'm just going to ship you one of mine. I'm terrified of them. You'll be all right. Terrified. Yeah, I, I think you will find it. Do you, do you know how much I've cut my hands? I'm sorry, I have both terrible mic discipline. Do you know how many times over the years, being somebody who do, who is a hobbyist, who does small metal and plastic models, the number of times I've cut the shit out of myself, I'm terrified of that at my neck. 
You use a cartridge razor. I don't. It's I the don't, same fucking thing. I don't. There's a piece of metal that is very sharp scraping across your face. The difference is, so when you have multiple blades, what you're doing is you're actually cutting hair underneath the follicle. Okay, that's bad for your skin. That's why people get ingrown hairs on their faces. That's why you'll get uh, razor burns, stuff like that, because you're actually cutting the hair too short. So when you're using a single blade razor, which is what these safety razors are, you're cutting it just at the surface level of the skin. Now, to get a closer shave with it, all you do is do a pass in another direction. It's not bad. Um, it's uh, my my not, my it, winky has crawled up into my torso with my balls because I'm so terrified of peeling my flesh. You're not going to peel your flesh. All right, I'll that's try. Why, it. That's why they call it safety. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I still killed someone with safety scissors when I was a toddler. I know. Three people. <laughs> I wasn't um, trying to brag. I was just saying. One day, three people, <laughs> one pair of safety scissors. Yeah. No, um, today Mikey didn't like it. I knew. I knew for a good period of time that I would end up doing that again. I did not know when or why or anything like that. And now that things are starting to like slow down in the automotive industry, and I'm like, oh, I don't want to do that that much longer anyway. I don't want to do that for fucking right. another five years. Fuck that. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, okay, it's time to actually do this and get it going and make it viable. And it's funny because one of the guys at work, he, I, I trained him. He goes, what are we going to do when it slows down here? And I was like, this is what I'm doing. He goes, can I invest in it? Wow. Just for a return. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. So that just opened my advertising budget. That's fantastic. Yeah, man. yeah, I'm super stoked. So, I'll I'll get with you. I, I want to make a video with you. I would love it. that. See, my my uh, my budget. Uh, I I actually have got everything squared away because I'm leaving as of this recording. I'm going to Gen Con slash Keep on the Borderlands tomorrow. Okay, it's about a 36 minute drive from the Indianapolis Convention Center to the campground where keep is so i'm going to bounce between the two so for me the come try larp camping event was my proof of concept i went for a few days i was able to get a tremendous amount of content out of it and make some connections and so hopefully for me this travel season between gen con and origins and geekway and then going to Gamehole Con in Wisconsin will give me enough buzz and interest and meet enough people, press enough flesh uh, to get this thing off the ground and really establish a Patreon. That's my next project. Patreon? Yeah. So, because you're, what you're doing is like super reliant on relationship fostering right which is the which is something you haven't been able to do because of covid i haven't (laughs) been able to do because of covid but it was my plan all along because it's the thing i'm most comfortable with in doing right and the product is you the person right that's why today's society is uh, such an opportunity but also so precarious because if you if you misstep, the likelihood of forgiveness is well almost zero super low yeah. So yeah, I'm stoked to be going to both of those events. Got all my gear scored away. I'll finish packing tonight when I'm home with my wife. Uh, I've got a video I'm going to cut this afternoon for today's. Uh, I've got a video I'll cut later today for today for this week's editorial report. So I'm pretty stoked about that. But uh, I'm excited. Plus, 
I get to sit for the first time behind the vendor table at Gen Con and demo a game that my buddy wrote using a module for that game that I wrote. That's badass. Yeah, I'm pretty, that's, I mean, that for me, that's a, that's bucket list shit. Right? That's super badass. That's very exciting. So are you fucking LARPing now? So I'm gonna, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't want to be, to be a poser and say, yeah, dude, I LARP. I mean, cause I, cause I don't, but, uh, I am, I mean, I mean, I'm one of my feet is in the water, dude. And when I go to keep this weekend, I'm excited to see what, what the full range of spells and character classes and battle games are, because what I got to witness was specifically melee skill. That was it. There was no archery, no spell casting, no nothing, right? It was all hand-to-hand combat with varying permutations of weapons, mostly sword and shield. So I'm stoked to see all the different stuff that's available. I'm very, very excited. That's fucking cool. But I'm going to play LARP, dude, because here's the thing. I'm loud. I speak quickly. I enunciate well. I will be an amazing wizard. Right. Fireball. Yeah. I will be an amazing wizard. No, I'm going to do battle wizards. So I'm going to do part melee. But the real, the, the, the trick with the battle wizard is that you don't have to have your feet both firmly planted to the ground when you cast a spell. So Ooh. I may move, defend myself well because I'm moving and still cast spells. That's the shit. So as soon as you said battle wizard, I was thinking epic spell wars. Oh yeah, fuck man, I love that art. I, I I I don't have one, but I want an epic spell wars T-shirt so bad. I will tell you what I do have though. The I, scrotum. I do. Yeah, yeah. So I've never mind. I've told you that story. I've, no, the, we've talked about it on the show. So uh, I bought a copy of the game because I wanted the scrotum as well. Nice. And Tara's like, "What the fuck?" And I was like, "This is normal shit." Yeah. The fact that it, the fact that it has a, like a nipple. On it, it's, it isn't. It's amazing. It's, it's so disturbing. It's it's absolutely fucked. But I use that when I do my when I podcast with the Fear the Boot guys when we're doing our actual plays. That's always my dice bag, regardless of game. Really, yeah. that's fucking awesome. Yeah. And then I bring Dick Cup. Oh my god! Another conversation, another day, I guess. Yeah, I. I want to. I want to fucking game again too. That's one of the. That's one of the reasons why. Like, I'm looking forward to getting this other shit off the ground. That's good because you can't be a flake. You have to be reliable. You do. That's hard. When gaming, when gaming with me, it's not quite a job because it's more important. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. That's not true. This I'm, is lifeblood. No. I, so I want to, because I have a, I have a group of friends that like to game, and then I've got people that are new to hobby that want to game because they know I do. So I'm like, man. I would love, I would love to do like a one shot with some of these new guys and some of my old friends and stuff like that and be able to do things like that more often. So my recommendation would be obviously either if you want something easily accessible for everybody, fifth edition, five E is the choice. However, if you want something that's a little bit more disturbing, a little bit easier to play, a little bit more blood and guts, and a little bit simpler rules for your players to wrap your head around, you should check out a game called Shadow of the Demon Lord. Shadow of it's the It's one Demon of the few books I'm taking with me to Gen Con in hopes of running into the writer and having them sign it. 
Yes, yes, Is he yes. allowed to be there? Uh, yes, yes. No, he is allowed. No, he is. He's on the yellow list. So, <laughs> so. Oh, <laughs> you, we talked about. Yeah. That. No, he's on the yellow list. So his his game is. So he's okay for me to talk to, and and stuff from both sides. Because if if you're a green list person, then I guess it's okay. It's kind of questionable, but maybe not. And if you're on the red list, you're like, well, hey, that guy. You know, he made sure to put a BLM banner on his Facebook page so i guess we're okay with him so maybe getting his book signed isn't a crime but from either side so they're gonna put you on one of these lists well i don't know no 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 nobody's putting me on a list just somebody else i know who's very plugged into the gaming community is concerned that i will be seen as all right yeah tattooed pothead you know you're uh, so open to nazi-ish yeah i know it's monstrous that's is good, yeah. Yeah, I guess it's. I guess it's because even if I hate what you say, I want to defend your right to say it, and I'm misquoting her right now. But uh, you know, because it's always misquoted to. I forget his name, but it was a woman who was writing to him, and she said basically, and I'm paraphrasing. Yeah. that I will defend to your death. Your, you know, even though I am disgusted by what you say, I will defend to your death your right to say it. And that's kind of where I'm at with the Influence Foundation. But I'm not going to make that video until after Gen Con. Smart. Yeah, because I want to see what the vibe is like at the show before. What's always so funny is like, so we went to a concert for my birthday and you had to show vaccination cards, get an on the spot COVID test or a COVID test from within 24 hours to go into the venue, which I thought was disturbing anywho we go into the venue there was, it wasn't like that hmm. it was just people going to a show and i hope for the sake of gen con that it's just people going to a con i i, I think so too i really think that the people on either side of that the 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 venomous vitriolic you know, loud voices of, you know, we have to be fascistic and make a list of our enemies, or we have to be fascistic and destroy those people who commit speech crime. I I think that the vast majority of people just want to go out and and game, regardless of if they are in the alphabet community or in a community of color, or if they're a disgusting, doughy, white cracker bland and yeah, flavorless just, uh, disturbing if, if they're disgusting so yeah i mean i i think that most of the people just want to go and get, hang out and game well i mean i i think that's that's what everybody wants so, so why, why does it always not it like why is there somebody that has to fuck that up because we live in because we live in a world where your voice can be echoed very easily and your anonymity is very difficult to uncover. It's just so crazy because the innocence and purity of a human interaction is something that's being completely undermined. Right. That's why I am glad we are outside in your three-season room because you're wealthy. And we are the only technology that we're accessing besides the overhead fan is the recording device and the microphones to do this podcast. The fact that there's no television on, I don't hear a ringing phone. These things please me. Because my body, my brain, whatever, I just, 
I, I don't know. I feel, I feel that I lag behind evolutionarily and that I just don't mesh with technology like other human beings. And I know that that's lunacy, but you're doing very well. You can edit videos better than I can. Well, it's not that hard. It's not much. So here's the thing. Editing a video is not much more difficult than this, especially when you realize that you can zoom in and you've got so much audio editing practice that you know what your ums and so's and d- dumb things look like and you can just cut that shit out without watching it. We get a lot of stutters. Yeah. I didn't realize that. I was editing last week and several times we were like, like, um, I, uh, yeah, that sort of shit. Yeah. yeah. And I try, I try not to, because when I speak, I try to, it's again, it sounds super fucking lame, but to visualize the sound wave of my words. Cause when I speak too quickly, it all runs together. And if I speak slowly, I enunciate, but it sound, it feels too slow. Yeah. Well, it doesn't feel natural. Right. Cause you wouldn't speak that way because I don't, I speak quickly. Yeah, I, we, for the most part, like, now I'm thinking about what the bloop, bloop, bloops look like. Um, I know exactly what that looks like. I could pick it out of a lineup. And, well, I just don't mind it. Like, there's times where, um, like, I know for me, I will say a couple of words, half second pause, say a couple of words, half second pause, say a couple of words, and it's like I'm trying to make sure that my thoughts are coming out properly. And that's okay. That sounds natural. A half a second is very different than two. Oh, no, for sure, for sure. Two seconds is a fucking lifetime, though. And those are, when we when we come across those pauses, those are things that you edit out. R- uh, no, precisely. I actually, I recorded an interview Friday night after my D&D game. Uh, John Perks came over, and we did part two of the John Perks series, and we recorded for two hours and 13 minutes. Jesus. Yeah, I'm going to probably end up shaving it down to an hour and a half. There was a lot. There were a couple stories that I told I shouldn't have told. Yeah. And, you know, there's a lot of John Paws in there. It was awesome because he starts pacing. I had to move the mic stands around. So on his side of the table, he's standing. Yeah. And he could stand in front of the mic. But I I had to keep prompting him to step to his left or right so his mouth was in front of the microphone that's too funny but yeah he was so just jacked up that he needed to pace so i was like dude next time we'll get these mics out you fuck we'll walk we'll sit in my backyard whatever right you know well this is this is nice for some things but overall sound quality is not as good no but it's better for your wife no like right now because she's working and shit Mm -hmm. and i don't have my area finished so we're not fucking doing that but right, because your podcasting hobby is a lower priority than her profession. Yeah, yeah. it makes perfect sense. Yeah. And we're sharing an office again, which I never intended on, and I don't think she did. I intended to have the fucking basement area done, but with the price of building materials right now and just paying bills for two different places, I'm like, fuck, this is brutal. I can't afford it. Yeah, that's tough. Oh, yeah. Absolutely brutal. tough. My, uh, my dad was like, he's like, yeah, we're going to need about... 102 by fours. I was like, okay, cool. How much is that? And he's like, about 1500 bucks. I was like, okay. And then he's like, and then we're going to need drywall. I was like, cool. How much will that be? He's like, like another 1500 bucks. And I'm like, is okay. your dad just pulling numbers out of his ass or did you guys measure stuff? No, he priced it. We already measured it. Oh, okay. Well, okay. So, I mean, <clears throat> then, I mean, based on the size of your basement, these numbers don't surprise me. Then he, then he's like, we need to get about 27 bags of self-leveling concrete for the floor as well. 
because I'm resealing the floor down there. And I'm like, okay. He's like, they're like 20 bucks a bag. And I was like, fuck this. Fuck this. <laughs> we'll do a wall. <laughs> <laughs> you were like, just one. One wall. One is enough. Yeah. And you and I'm picking it. Yeah. It's going to no, be me. the smallest one. You, oh, you Yo, are. I'm picking oh, okay. it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm I'm doing a I'm doing a green screen down there though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's a good call. I'm gonna do a pull down green screen. Very cool. Yeah, good call. I was gonna do a green screen, and I realized that my bookshelf was good enough. No, your bookshelf is badass. I think we had that conversation though, leading yeah, up to that. You did. Yeah, you're the one that you're the one that dissuaded me from fucking with the green screen. No, I think that would have been a mistake, given the space that you have. Like you've got something beautiful behind you. Mm. Mine is an empty basement. So what will end up happening is we'll project a logo for whatever project is being recorded at a given time onto that green screen. It'll be nice. Not that you would be in the know, but how's that Strix Vitro doing? Dead. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't think anything happened. I always I always love that shirt and hat. I always love the shirts and the hats. And you're wearing you you're wearing your Strix Vitro owl today, and I was like, man, it's cool. Yeah, no, it's super fucking cool. Um, poorly executed. Uh, Poorly executed launch of a brand. Mm. But what's weird is it they did like this very strange soft launch over the course of a few years. And then they were going to attempt to hard launch the brand and really get it out there and promote a lifestyle brand. Well, it just so happened that they didn't do it right and then COVID happened. So there was no way they could do it right after that. So it was I think that was just uh I think it was meant to never take off, if that makes sense. Yeah. No, I gotcha. It was meant to be something for a local store. I gotcha. Um, but if you're a St. Louis native, you've seen the owl, you've right. seen the top hat with the S, you know? Yeah, it's slick looking. Yeah. No, I mean, branding, their branding is brilliant. What's funny, though, so this is supposed to be an ambigram. A who? Uh, amb- ambigram, I think, is what it's I, called. I don't but know what that means. It's identical on both sides. You could fold it in half, and it's the same. Oh, I grok. And it's not. Oh. Yes. Yes. Was this a mistake or deliberate? It was a mistake. Oh. Yeah, when uh, they brought in a new graphic designer, she went to do something with the logo, and she goes, what the fuck? <laughs> She's like, this isn't, it's not symmetrical. Wow, that's amazing. Right. I'm like, how do you let that one slip by you? Uh, amazing. So you've got, you've got conventions and stuff coming up. Like, what's, what's the course of action that you're going to be taking moving forward to see to it that this business venture that you're, you've been embarked on for the last couple of years now is successful so the for for me to the next measure of success right because what you measure is what you're going to focus on and what you're going to be good at right so you have to reevaluate your metrics what you're measuring and how you're determining your success but for me right now i mean it's to the point where i need to start generating income so for me it's about can i get my YouTube page and my website up to snuff where it's worth asking people for money. Now, many people have already told me that it's worth asking for money now, yeah. which I, I just don't feel right doing. So do you know who Gary V is? Gary Vaynerchuk? Y- yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Very familiar. Jab, 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 hook is what he says. Give, 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 then ask. Um, so well, I've been given for a while. You have. So you're good to ask. That was my point. I see. That like at any point now you can start asking for money and people should give it to you because you've given them so much free content. Well, I hope and I don't my intention is to never have the podcast or the editorial reports behind a paywall. I don't ever want to do that. I just want them to be better. 
Yeah, well, that's good. That's good. But like, so, do you want sponsors at some point? Um, is that a is that a no revenue stream that no, you want to pursue? I do. I am not interested in pursuing a revenue stream, and I have talked. I have thought about that a lot. My intention, at least until while the world and internet are still free, that I will produce a product and people will pay me for that product. And I will stay out of the way of other people's influence on me other than if I'm generating income or not. So for me, the metric should always be, are people giving me money to produce content, right? Not what people say about me on the internet, not about what game is sponsoring me or what publisher is sponsoring me. I should always be beholden to the people who are actually literally putting money into my bank account. Those should always be the most important people. So are you going to do bonus content for them? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I have a, I, I have not started filming or recording anything, but definitely bonus content is on the list. Also separating the audio of the editorial reports so that I can have an audio editorial report. Cause some feedback that I've gotten is people would like to, Hey, I don't, I like to listen to you. I don't want to look at you while you talk. Well, I mean, it's difficult too, because if we're doing that, like the only place that I've got the editorial reports is through Facebook. Right. Well, they're on my YouTube page, but my YouTube page blows. I mean, it's just not super established yet. That's yeah. all. But like with that, I don't want to sit there and go like this if I'm at work. Right. You know, hold that phone up in front of my face so I can see yeah. Mike's shining chin. Uh, I do have an okay chin. Oh, dude, you got a great chin. Great chin, great jaw. Mm, yes. Yes. Um, so, yeah, that's that's one of those things, man. I'm like, yeah, that's that's good. I hope you fucking blow up, but I seriously think you should take sponsor money. Yeah, I I don't want to take sponsor money because, of, because I don't want to have the fight. For example, um, and I'm not going to talk about it here, but I have realized doing what little bit of field journalism that I have done it is very, very easy to spin things in a certain way and paint people in a particular light. And I don't know, man, I just, I avoided talking about something on a recent episode because I didn't want to have the fight. And I told the person with whom I was speaking, I'm like, you know, listen, I appreciate what you're bringing up, but I'm going to cut that out because I don't want to argue with either side. I just want to fuck with it. So if depends reached out to you and they're like, hey, will you do a minute diaper plug for adult diapers? You wouldn't do that. Well, and here's a question. I mean, so the problem that I have with that is, is that it, because then Depends has some influence over what I do. No, they don't. No, they don't. <clears throat> is it like a one and done thing? So typically speaking, you can have, they can say, hey, do five episodes with a Depends plug. Just do a minute-long plug somewhere in the episode. Then it's going to be my plug. That's the other thing, too, is that I have to read some bullshit that somebody else wrote. No, but that... they'll probably have a couple of lines that you need nah, to read. Nah, it's not for me, man. Oh, dude, I'd totally fucking do it's it. I've me. done it. Fuck. Yes. Who am I, I kidding? I know. You did it for Slugfest. I did. Who are one of the sponsors of Gen Con this year. Are they? Yeah. Oh, that's fucking awesome. Good yeah. for them. I hope they're yeah. doing well. Yeah. Yeah, they were. I don't. I mean, I think they, I think they do. I think they do. Uh, what's that game of theirs? The Red that Dragon one, Inn. That one hit. Battle that one for Greyport. They're a bigger one hit wonder than Steve Jackson games. 
Oh yeah, Red Dragon Inn. Yeah, no, it's no. A, that, Battle for Greyport had some traction, and then they did. Uh, did it? Did it have bit. traction? Because I, I mean, I worked for one of the one of the busiest game stores in the country that sells internationally over the internet, and we didn't really move it. So I don't know about how much traction. Well, it's they because had. Red Dragon Inn is fantastic. I'm kidding. I I don't know the numbers. No, they exactly. are. I wonder. But yeah, no, no, Red, Dragon, Red Dragon Inn is a game with great art. Um, it's got a very good production value and a great group of people behind it. Really great uh, for getting people into the hobby, too. Yeah, no, no, no. There, it's a and it's a it's a spectacular gateway game. Yeah, no argument here. I just don't ever want to play it ever again. Ever. Motherfucker. I would play it before I play Munchkin. Yeah, Munchkin. The first few times you play it, so much fun. And then you're like, fuck this, dude. Yeah. If you've played it once, you've played it a thousand times. Oh, 100%. It's like Shea Geek, and I'm sorry, I'm shitting on Steve Jackson, and I don't know the man or his design team or how that works. I'm sure they're perfectly good people. I just don't care for the games. Zombie Dice I thought was okay the first few times I played it. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's Maybe games weren't meant to be played over and over again. Well, I would argue that that's the sign of, I mean, what I should say, that's a sign of a good game is replay value. There are games that, granted, I don't want to play them every day, Mm -hmm. but there are games that I play, I mean, hell, I've been playing Gloomhaven every other weekend for, I can't tell you how long. About three or four years. I mean, I, I'd actually, I could count it up. I could tell you how many, I could give you an estimate based on the mm-hmm. number that we've completed on our map. But speaking of which, I have a, I'll, I'll tell you about it after the mics, but there's a neat thing about Gleam, Gloomhaven that I want to tell you, but I don't want to give anybody any spoilers. Oh, no spoilers. Yeah, even though it's been the number one game on Board Game Geek forever. For fucking three years or yeah, something. Yeah, so, but still, I don't want to give any spoilers in they case. Have, uh, they have like a baby version of Gloomhaven out now. That you can get at Target. Yeah, Lions, whatever. I don't know. Heart of the Lion. Something or, like that. Yeah. yeah, it's like a little bitty box. I think it's like... It's a, I mean, it's still a big box for a game, but it's smaller than traditional Gloomhaven. Well, Gloomhaven comes in a fucking trunk. Yeah, it's 21.24 pounds. Yeah. yeah. Um, this one, I want to say, is about eight inches tall. Yep. Yeah. Yep, I have a, I have a copy. Okay, yeah, is yeah. it good? Uh, I haven't played it yet because we've been playing regular Gloomhaven. So it's basically Gloomhaven... Scaled down. Scaled down. Okay. So it's less expensive, less daunting. And they're trying to get yeah, new people and, into yeah, Gloomhaven. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, that makes perfect yeah, sense. Yeah, because they just wrapped up... I shouldn't say it wrapped up. I don't know when it ended, but I didn't get in on it. They did a Kickstarter for Frosthaven, which is the Gloomhaven sequel. I still need to buy a copy of Gloomhaven. I would. Ne- I'm never gonna fucking play it. It's brilliant. I mean, if you're not gonna play it, don't buy it. I know it's a good game. Yeah. I want to have it. I mean, there's a reason that it's the number one game on Board Game no, Geek. No, I. Yeah. I get it, and you can fucking solo in it, and all kinds of cool stuff. Like the game is brilliant. Mm-hmm. Um, I just. My wife and kids are never gonna play that. I could probably trick the boys into playing it with me once or twice, but like. I don't have a regular game group that I play with, so that would be a really tough one to get into. I was going to do Risk Legacy with my uncles, and then I was like, because they like Risk. I'm not interested in playing fucking Risk. I've played Risk a hundred times. I'm like, Risk Legacy I'll do because there's consequences. I like that. Yeah. Can't get everybody together all the time, though. So here's here's what you want to do. You want to get a game who's designed that would... You want to get a game from Stonemeyer Games, local mm-hmm. game company, called Scythe. Oh, I'm familiar with Scythe. And then you want to get 
the rise of Fenris expansion for Scythe, mm -hmm. which takes your regular version of Scythe and turns it into a legacy game. Ooh. And then you get the best of both worlds. You get an incredibly well-regarded game that is spectacularly designed, one of my favorite games of ever. Yeah. And you get a remarkably kick-ass legacy version to play with that game that's an expansion. So you can play regular Scythe whenever you want. Fuck yeah. And you can go back to playing this, you know, go back to playing the, ex or playing the legacy version of Scythe as well. I dig that shit. Yeah, it's very cool. So I guess, because uh, we're, we're there on time, do you have a word of wisdom for this week? You know, I had something terribly, terribly crass earlier that I was going to say that was going to be terribly mean and offensive and off-putting, and it's completely escaped my mind. That's fucked up, dude. Yeah, I, you know, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't have a good word of wisdom. I don't have anything that's not dumb or cliche or repetitive, I guess. So since the kind of theme to this week's episode was supposed to be, uh, we suck at it, but it was supposed to be using relationships while building a business. Maybe it should be something along the lines of don't let a relationship be soiled because of petty differences, especially when it's professional. Is that acceptable too cliche? Oh, yeah, no, it was perfect. I was just, I was saying, okay, I was trying to give you like, I should have given you a literal thumbs up that that's great. That's where you should end the episode. Okay, done.